Hey, and welcome back. I'm Bobby. This is Aaron. Yo. And this is episode 35. And we were talking about it, and we figured, hey, why not just elaborate on the MotorX thing? Right, yeah, yeah, MotorX. Yeah, just because a lot of people may be listening to the last episode are like, well, what's MotorX? And instead of having you go somewhere else to find out about it, might as well just hear it straight from us. Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> so um, we'll just kind of give the brief little overview for anyone who has no idea like what's Motor X? Right. right. Where where did you first uh come across Motor X? Um it was like back in the early not early days of the internet, but the early days of me cruising car stuff on the internet. Right. And I mean it was I was it even like maybe MySpace, like a dude posting about Probably how you could that. import was it? Probably. I I honestly can't remember, but I do remember when you asked me if I remember going to the website. I definitely remember reading the about yeah. on the website yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, what about you? When did you hear about it? I'm not sure exactly where I heard about it. It was probably one of those magazines, you know, back in the day. I probably saw it on a car or something, and then yeah, that logo. googled it maybe. But I remember going. I remember just typing in motorx.com. And it taking me to this oil website, MotorX wow. Oil. You're like, where are I'm the like, Skylines? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool, but like <laughs> Skylines, where are they yeah, at? Like, I'm here up? for those. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I do remember finding the website eventually, and it was just like, I don't know. I just from what I could remember, it was just pictures of these cars. Like you could tell they were parked super tight together in some warehouse, and they always seemed dusty or something weird. So like, pretty much any warehouse in Japan where they're keeping cars? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. They were probably still in Japan at that point. But they were, like, selling them. They had them for sale. They, I remember the price prices on them and everything. I'm like, that's pretty wild. Yeah. But, like, didn't understand, obviously, like... And people thought that that was a really high price back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for an R34, definitely. Like, that's still $125,000 car. So, like, yeah, you know, back then it's still kind of new. And on top of that, it, like, it's kind of wild. They haven't really depreciated right. at all. Like, yeah, because you can still go out and get one for 125000 Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, I mean, those didn't really sell that often, I don't imagine. But they did sell, you know, the, all the lower models as well, So, imagine. But what what is Motor X? You know, before we get into the models and all that, like, what is it? So, Motor X, you know, was supposed to be this company that imported uh, these Skylines and got them federalized by doing crash testing and modifying uh, things like the door bars and glass and things like that, and uh, pretty much getting it up to the standards. Yeah, yeah, for the U.S. highways, pretty much it was. It had to go through that to get it up to spec because they were never sold here. Yeah, so DOT, EPA, all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, in the NHTSA and all that. <laughs> and so, and emissions for California as well. So like. That's a whole different thing on top of, you know, doing the federal crash test. Right, right. Especially if they were selling it in California. Yeah, which they were based out of. Which yeah, makes so sense. they were, yeah, they were in uh, Gardenia, California, um, right. in a little industrial park next to another performance shop, Blast yeah. Racing, I think it was. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and so um, <clears throat> there, basically, there was um, a guy, uh, 
Hirosaki Nanoshi, yeah. and he was working as an exporter uh, to what? What was he exporting out of the U.S.? So he was exporting uh, Astrovans. Wow. Which, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. To Japan. To Japan. They were like super popular over there. They were like considered a maxi van. So like they were, they're a big, they're a big car for Japan. You know, if you're used to seeing these little right, K vans. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like a big, big boxing, thing over there. Yeah. yeah. And they also exported uh, like, you know, custom low riders and things like that that yes. are also a big deal in Japan. And yeah. Like so he following. was, yeah, sorry, he was. So he was pretty much like the opposite of what everybody's trying to do now. Right, right, right. Except for Japan doesn't have like the 25-year law right? like the U.S. does. That's like a U.S.-specific thing. I see. Is like the uh, 25-year law. Right, because what like Mercedes and BMW and everybody was lobbying because the importation into America of all these different cars was hurting their sales in America. Yeah, yeah, because people were buying these cars brand new and like brand new in their home uh, countries and they were exporting them to the United States and undercutting the dealerships. So, right, right, right. So they're, yeah, they were, they got pissed and, you know, went and they made a specific law for them to stop doing that. Which is wild, the power of lobbying and car companies yeah. and whatnot. Like and it was the G-Wagon works. specifically is why. Oh, I see. And that, that happened in like, I believe 88, it ended up passing. So. So basically he worked for um this company and this is where he met like the higher up boss of this company that he worked for and when the stock market crashed the higher up boss was looking for something to invest his money in right and uh hero had always had the dream of importing skylines into america right and you know making making them legal and so he convinced uh mr Sawami, who was his hire a boss to loan him a million dollars and so then he could import sky us right yeah 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 exactly and so he did that and um you know that's kind of how he started funding it right yeah and um so i guess at at that point you know he kind of just started importing like a bunch of like the skyline models yeah. Yeah, like right. it, like all of them, not just 32s and 33s, 34s, yeah, right? Yeah. The C10s and the C110s he also was bringing in and But when, those that were already 25 years old, right? So those were all good. Yeah, those were all were good. Legal. Yeah. But oh, so that's pretty cool. That is cool. You never hear about those. Right, and that's what I was going to say was they they don't talk about the 33s, the 32s or the C models that he brought in. They never talk about that. They only talk about the R34s. Weird. Yeah, which is is weird, right? Because um, Sean Morris, who we've talked about in previous episodes, that owns Top Rank, he worked for uh, Motorex. He was one of the partners of Hero. Right. And um, he says that basically they were only selling one or two cars a month and a lot of times those were 33s and 32s. Right. So the lower price models. Right. Uh, they said they were saying that you could get it done by Motorex for under 50 grand for a 32 or a 33 at that point. Which so, dude, back then that's still like 
I mean, with it's all still of the, decent money. Well, it is decent money, but that is like federalized, right? Like that's right. like after everything. So if they're saying it's sixteen thousand dollars, so Sean Morris did say in here it's sixteen grand right. for the service. If you found your own car and they had to federalize it for you, it was sixteen thousand bucks. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's not much, really. If you, it is, but it's not. Right. It's not to have like one of these cars. 10 years before you're supposed to be able to have it yeah yeah and i don't know how much like that the carb testing costs now nowadays because you still have to do that to get any of these imported cars into california and to register them there like i wonder how much that is nowadays comparatively to back then yeah because um another thing uh that they were talking about was some of the modifications that they would have to do beyond the door bars and the glass and right. whatever else were propi- proprietary yeah. to MotorX. And they still don't have even released what those things were right. that they were doing, which I'm sure were small little little yeah, things. But, like, large. you know, that's just interesting how that happens. Yeah, they, the secret. Yeah. And <laughs> so knows? right now, right, the story that we're telling, it sounds awesome. It sounds like, what? This guy, like, he did it. He created right. a shop. He's getting Skylines. There's Skylines wall-to-wall. Yeah. He's getting some orders. Yeah. He's got, They like, literally had them crash-tested. Right. And yeah, yeah. like, that's crazy in itself, dude. Could you imagine going through all this trouble to get this car over here so you can send it to a lab in Wisconsin so they can smash it? Smash it. it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be wild. Like, and that's so... For those, though, they were using... The lower models right right but still dude still like, it stinks it's, that's yeah. just like a long piece of the process yeah and like dude just imagine like luckily they could like use a one car for multiple tests but right just dude just imagine just smashing skylines it would probably actually be exciting because you're like making that progress to fulfill the goal in that sense i yeah. mean it's probably you're like yeah hurry up smash it dude right, like right, let's right. go you know if I that's mean, what you were into like right. who knows this dude hero who doesn't sound like he was like in yeah. it for the love of it right he Which was in it weird for- it seems like he was at the beginning maybe right but then he realized it was work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know? think sean obviously sounds like the one that has the love for it. Right. Yeah, yeah, which Because he's obviously shows he's still, still in it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hasn't left. And so, yeah, so he has all these, he ends up getting these orders, right? Once people find out you can get the R34, he does end up getting orders. But he's, this is when it all kind of starts to go downhill, it sounds like. Once he got overwhelmed, right. like it just like went downhill and then you have, Sean, who is in charge of all of the modifications. So, you know, at this point, it's all on the Sean guy to get the modifications done with his team. Right, right. And then this hero dude is, like, going to these bars and, like... Yeah, these Japanese running bars. Running up crazy yeah. tabs and just blowing all kinds of money. And yeah, like he starts getting doing that. super heavy into drugs and just, like... Yeah, which... Not... Not good stuff. Right. And But this all happens over a period of like five years, not like at the beginning, but there became a point when it started pushing people away and then right. Sean quit. Yeah. And then uh, two of his other like guys that started with him quit. Yeah. And now he has bills stacked up for the EPA, for the testing labs, yeah. all of these different spots, but the cars aren't done 
fully, they're not DOT approved because that process is long also. Right. And so he has no money because he spent the million. He isn't getting money coming in because the cars aren't being finished. Right. So then to get money, he starts releasing cars. Yeah. To people that where they're not ready yet. Right, right. But just to recoup that money. And he's starting to get himself in a lot of trouble. So what does he do? There's no proof of it, but it leans to fraud as in like making his own cars disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a big thing. Five, or not R34s, but five Skylines got quote unquote stolen from Motorex. Right. And they never really pursued it. And then two months later, these two cars get stolen from Blast, which is the next door neighbor's shop. Right. And Hero goes and tries to make a deal with the owner of Blast <laughs> saying, Hey, I've got I've got info on where your cars are if you want to pay me a couple thousand. This bucks. dude is definitely on drugs. Yeah, that's how it seems Holy like cow, he's just dude. trying to get his next hit. Like he's dude. like, Hey, give me a couple grand and I'll tell you about this kid that stole your cars. Yeah. That's crazy. So what happens though is when this guy reports these two cars stolen, the same detective who came when the Motorex cars get stolen, yeah, he's talking to this this uh you know Japanese native guy that has a interpreter there talking to the cop for him, right? And so it's like telephone kind of, of course, yeah. And he tells him about how Hero came over and offered him that money, right? Yeah, and so then they start investigating into him more, and this starts getting deeper and deeper. into what he's involved in and what's going on. So, yeah, this guy was, he wasn't it. He was wild, dude. Like, and that sucks so bad, right, for for the enthusiast in the U.S. Because had it been someone else that was on the same level as Sean as far as the passion and, like, the vision goes, like, it would have been a completely different story. Like, we would have been having these cars way sooner. Like, we would have oh, had yeah. these cars years ago because it would have been someone doing the right thing. And, like, yeah, the whole market would have been, like, dude, the, the entire market would have been different for Skylines. Oh, especially, for sure. like, in the U.S., for sure. I'm sure it would have changed in Japan a little bit as well if, like... It would have went different, for sure, because people wouldn't have been just stacking them up over there. That's crazy to think about. Like, one guy's actions, you know, back in... 2006 yeah. or 2005 or whenever it really ruined started. it for everyone ruined it for us for 10, yeah 15, dude 20, 20 oh, yeah years, almost yeah. 15 years right it's pretty crazy yeah you know and and it does just go to show how that stuff will happen you can think yeah. you can do stuff and mess it up and it'll just go away but this like ruined it for a million people whatever yeah it's kind of crazy if you think about it like that just like We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. 
Yeah, it really, really is kind of crazy. And so they do these cars. It's about, you know, by the time the DOT tells him you, you're you being revoked is 2006. Yeah. So yeah. it's about seven years total that the whole thing goes on. This dude's only 26 years old when he started. Yeah. Like he's only 26 and he gets a million dollar loan to import Skylines. That's like kind of young. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if kinda. you gave me a million at 26 and said import Skylines, I, it's not like I would have went and blew it on Coke or chicks, but I would have had a hard time keeping up with everything. For sure. And organizing like all of this testing and all of these different, right. like, yeah, and, and then not to mention paying the monthly bills. And, you know, it it would have been tough. So I don't know. Like, you know, I feel like the hero guy, yeah, he was sketchy and he gets a lot of hate. But, like, he took on way more than he could handle. 100%. And that created his circumstance, right? Right. You know, and the little bars are called hostess bars. And basically you go in and you get assigned a girl and she is like your uh, maid slash wife for the night. And he was blowing, <laughs> he was blowing $65,000 a year of Motorex Holy money cow, on dude. that. And then not to mention he bought one of his hostess girls a car and through Motorex, you know, spent Motorex money on that. And so, you know, he Whoa. was, he was like, he was a kid and he just, he did what a kid would do. Right. You know, and did not see it. And it stinks for those people that did like invest in, in hero because he definitely let them down. But right. it's just tough, man. It's tough. So, so, okay. So he starts really going downhill. Um, and it pretty much, you know, he starts losing it, uh, in the sense of he's not showing up to work. Uh, he's, he's like getting in fights. He's not paying <laughs> the employees, Yeah, all of that standard kind of stuff. And, you know, at this point there's no Sean because he was tired of it. He left and, these other guys are left picking up the pieces and now they're not even getting uh, paid. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Classic. I'm sure you know what's happening next. What? Dude disappears, right? Oh, yes, of course. So he uh, <clears throat> he got in a fight and his buddy, um, his buddy got beat down pretty hard and this guy just leaves and never never comes back they uh come in and uh they try to see what they can salvage from the business yeah and there's nothing there there's nothing there except for like papers and stuff strewn everywhere yeah some red cars out back like yeah just like <laughs> junk everywhere and so they're not able to recover like what these people spent yeah you know they're not even able to kind of figure out what's next for the people that had ordered these cars, put down deposits, you know, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it may be. And so these cars start showing up, the ones that disappeared, they start showing up in random impound lots out on, like, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's almost like they were making fun of this in 
that little short, the Fast and the Furious short, where he goes and finds out in the desert yeah, that yeah, R34 yeah. at this like dusty ass, crusty oh, place, yeah. you know, and there's boom, an R34. You right, know, it's right, almost right. like that was one of the Motor X cars that like it probably was, dude. It could And been. actually, I think that is technically a Motor X car. The R34. The, yeah, the hero. Oh, that's, yeah. I think that's actually the. Well, yeah, no, it is. That was Craig Lieberman's. He got the first motor. Right, X right. Car that's ever. the one that was painted. I guess that's the one that he eventually painted the silver and blue, right? Yeah. The blue stripes. Yeah. So <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> you think about I it mean, like that. And it's kind of deep like it, wait, that. In the is sense. that where they found it? <laughs> it could have been. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, yeah. Craig Lieberman, one of the guys that was responsible for casting the cars of the Fast and the Furious original two movies. He got the first Motor X car, one of the 14 to 16 that they made. Right. Or, you know, legalized, federalized, whatever. And so that ends up being the hero car, as you're saying, in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. This 26-year-old dude is getting cars that are in major motion picture. You know, just this whole thing. And if he had just really focused, dude, yeah, he would have done it. Like right, he right. would, he would be the man right now. Yeah, I know it's it's insane Instead to think he's about. He's hiding somewhere. Hundred percent, like, dude, there's no talent. There's yeah. no talent, dude. And it seems as though like a lot of people uh, know that he was just in over his head, yeah. you know. And they, there's, I saw multiple quotes of guys that got screwed by him that were like, you know, it's all good. Like he was in over his head. He, I should have recognized it, whatever, you know? And right. they're like, there's no hate. It's just too bad. Yeah. You know? Cause and that, they feel that's the same crazy way. though. They said they recognize it, but they still put up the money and because like, they because wanted they wanted it, it so bad. It's right? crazy. Yes. The sky. Dude, effect. I, I couldn't even hate on him for it. Yeah. No, I mean, because like, dude, you're going to get me an R34. Oh, dude, you're you a company. A you're legit. Out, but like, yeah, let's do yeah. it. There's kind of shit everywhere, but like, whatever, whatever. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, and that that is a hard thing. I mean, but so what? What happens? Do do they get to keep the cars afterwards? Does the federal government take them? Like, how does this work at this point? If these people have paid him, Skylines are illegal, but like, right. What, how does how does that work? Well, they have the ones that are grandfathered in, right? So the the DOT sends them the bonds, and the right. bonds basically state that not that like they're legal, but that they look them over and they're good enough to drive on the road. It's like right. this still weird gray thing, but yeah, they're okay to get registered. They're okay to yeah. stay. They can't be exported, you know, for for being here type thing, right? So at least for these people that threw down this money and like had this dream, if they got the car, they got to keep it. Right. So, but what what happens to those guys that threw down money and they never got the car and the dude disappeared? Dude, who knows? Nothing. nothing. They get screwed. Yes. Because there's no one to take that money back from. Right. There's no, there's no selling off assets of the company because he took them all. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. And it just goes to show how you really can get taken advantage of right. in this industry and in this community if you don't really pay attention. Even if you do really pay attention, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get screwed. Right. It's kind of wild. 
But now that these cars are like of age though, like it's kind of simpler now, right? Like you're you're not you don't have to go through someone like that that has to do this crazy thing to yes, make I this agree. car sellable. So it's like But you still do have like it's other worries now, right? right? right. Like it's not is this guy gonna federalize my car and actually deliver it to me? Now it's like is what I'm buying sight unseen actually what I'm buying in the sense of you know, condition and, and all of these other things, right? Yeah. Because Motorex was only bringing in cream of the crop because right. they were picking long before. Yeah. They were else. still new cars. They yeah. They were still were like yeah. not even 10 years old. Right. Some of them like, so like 34s, it's just a different worry that we have now. Right. It's like yeah. a, you know, people want the money so they'll sell you a dream kind yeah. of, you know, like just like that guy was, Dude. I guess just a different dream. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it's, so it, it is, um, like definitely too bad that this happened. Like you said, I think that it really kind of put a sour, like yeah. kind of taste in people's mouths about these cars and importers and like, you know, how legitimate they are. Right. And so it, it's like, um, definitely too bad, but it's also something that, you know, could be learned from and probably was learned from, in the sense of like, don't mess around like yeah, that with the federal know? government. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're doing something that already isn't really like right. cool. Yeah. I mean, the EPA doesn't play around. Yeah. Right. I mean, same with like the highway safety board. I don't get it. Right. Like, yeah. Why are they so like about these cars and emissions and all this, why are they so crazy about it? I know. Like, why are they just like, these are our laws, we stick to it, but like, I don't understand why. Yeah, Because like, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, how is this, I mean, this skyline beside us so much worse than this Civic behind us? Right. Like, how is it so, I mean, I'm sure there's like a bunch of safety things involved. Safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know, if you're, I mean, I know that risk driving my car that it's not safe. It doesn't have airbags, this and that, whatever. I wouldn't say it's not safe. Like, is that about your safety or the other people's safety on the road? I mean... Like, how do they look at it? Not you, but them. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't get... Right, if... You're willing to drive it. Right. You sit down and start that car. Right. The fact that like that door can right? crumple in. Yeah, that's yeah, on I'm, you. I'm consenting, right? I'm cool like, with it. I'm cool with it, <laughs> yeah. dude. I got my skyline, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's probably how a lot of people think, but obviously their jobs are to be safe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just crazy that that's like the hang up on this. On yeah. like driving any car you want. No, this is what's crazy is... Once it turns 25, you don't even have to do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, so is. wait. Oh, so no, wait. no, we're good. So if it's if if it's not 25 years old, we need to say you safe and we need to protect you. If, as soon as it's 25 years old, we don't give a shit. Nothing. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> right. Just take it. Yeah, that's what blows my mind is that I could pick that, that up at wild. port and not have to have that type of stuff done on it. Like, that's what I always thought. Yeah. Like, at once the Motorex... When it was a thing, when they were operating, I was like, this is what we're going to have to do to get these cars. This is insane. Yeah. Like, like all crazy. the door bars yes. and all that. Like, and, right, right, and whatever right. proprietary. Three catalytic converters <laughs> they had to put on the car to make it legal. Stack Three catalytic. So just what? like, that's that's what was going through my mind. Like, 
man, I'll never be able to get a skyline. I'm going to have to put $30,000 worth of metal in the thing, let alone like, <laughs> you know, just getting to register it. And so that is kind of a crazy thing. And yeah. and it's awesome that we don't have to do that, right? Yeah, because yeah, no, absolutely. there's four cars in here that would have had to go through it. Yeah. That's like, that would have been a ton of extra money. By those standards, it was 16000 That means it would have been 24000 now. Right. Like, plus all the time. Yeah, I mean. At least, yeah. So, you know, to wrap it up, Motorex was pretty much the first of its kind importer of Skylines who also federalized them. Right. But lost the focus. Dropped the ball. Dropped the ball. (laughs) Didn't realize what an impact on history. Dude, this hero guy had no clue what an impact on history he was Yeah, I wonder if he knows. I wonder if he ever Googles his name. Right, or if he like, hey, hero, if you end up listening to this, you really screwed us because (laughs) we could have had some dope stuff if he could have stayed off the nose candy and the chicks. Yeah, as Craig Lieberman put it. Yeah, that's like, (laughs) but (laughs) I mean, no, I mean, it, it is true. I think how would this market have been affected? Like, we don't know, you know, how, how much thinner of a, of a stock would there be in Japan right now? Yeah. How more, how many more would have gone where? We don't know. Yeah. yeah it's kind of crazy. Cause I still don't even understand how he spoke, how he was able to do it in the first place, but like, I'm going with it, you know, yeah. like how did, how is a 25 year old car? It's 25. You can't have it unless you do these things. Yeah. And then it's cool. But nobody else was able to do it afterwards because you just ruined it for everyone. I know. One bad egg and like no one else has done it or could do it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we just figured we'd kind of run through the Motorex thing. We don't we don't have all the answers. We weren't there. We there's a lot of mysteries that they say people haven't even divulged on how things happen yeah. within it, you know, but yeah, there's th- a big, there's a big thing on. Yeah. Cause there was plenty like of stuff on the about and it. like kidnapping and all Dude. kinds of other stuff involved with it that we're not getting into, but yeah, the, we just covered the basis, the on basics, it. just so somebody who had no clue what motor X was now at least is like, Oh, okay. They, they're shitheads. Right. Yeah. You know, but they dropped the ball heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think that reflects on Sean Morris because I think he was oh, the one no guy way. He trying. was the dude that was making it work. I'd imagine because it fell apart after he was gone. Right. Yeah. Once he left. Yeah. And I'm sure, yeah, that hall had a big effect on the end really tanking because he probably was that, you know, right. fabric, but, but that dude's killing it now. Yeah, he is. Uh, he, he owns top rank. I guess I technically bought a car from him. That's yeah. cool, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's the motor X story. That was episode 35. Yeah. Stay tuned for 36. Make sure you, uh, check us out on YouTube. You can watch the whole podcast, uh, and see our cool little garage studio. Follow us on Instagram at R-H-D-G-U-I-S. And for today, I'm Bobby. This is Aaron. See ya. Peace.